This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right, welcome everyone. We're very, very excited. Because today, we're going to start off with a story. You ready? This is the story we're going to start off with. And through that, and through that, we are going to, um, uh, to get a really out, good outlook on, on really this week. There's something called Everybody knows what that is. The ten days of repentance. And I want to tell you something in advance. That, that every, every, uh, second of Asayim Echuvah, what we can accomplish in these days, literally, Rukhayim Brim said, that it'll take days. It'll take days to accomplish in a regular, regular, regular year. A regular day. It'll take you days. What you can accomplish in one second in, in this, in this week, it'll take days on a regular, why? Because the Shekhinah is so strong with us that you automatically, automatically, you could accomplish great things where there's something called uh, extra siyata dishmaya in this week. I'm serious. It's extra siyata dishmaya. You put your thing, you put you accomplish so much. Now, I want to start off with an amazing. We good? I want to start off with an amazing uh, story. From an 87 year old man. There was an 87 year old man, and uh, he was a grandpa, a great grandpa, and uh, his grandkids called him up. You know? No, no. Uh, yeah? I want to take you to Siumashas. You ever hear of Siumashas? Ever hear of Siumashas? Siumashas. He's like, okay, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't finish. I never did it. No, no, no. I want you to come. I want you to see. It's an amazing thing. Come, come check it out. So he's like, okay, for my grandkids to hang out with my grandkids. It's like the grandfather's dream to hang out with his grandkids. You know, no problem. Come pick me up. Let's go. Think about it. He's so excited. He's 87 years old, walking on maybe a cane, you know, a cane like this. And his grandkids are picking him up in like a, you know, BMW convertibles, you know. <laughs> excited. They get to the Siumashas and he hears every rabbi speaking about this and about that at the end after two hours of the siyum that he was sitting there he gets up and on the car ride home he tells his grandkids I want to finish the shas they look at him and say grandpa you're 87 years old it takes about 7 years to finish the shas what are you thinking he says no I want to finish the Shas. T- tell me how to do it. So he says, okay, it takes about a daf a day, about for seven years. You're 87, it'll take you about 94, 93. He says, you know, I want to do, I want to hit 90, like, you know, like the 90, 90 is a milestone in a person's life. Let me hit 90 and let me finish the shots. If you can get me at 90 and finish the shots, then I'll feel like, wow, accomplished. I'll feel great. I'll do it. So he said, they look at him, Grandpa, I'm telling you, you have to do it's at least, it's at least two, three page, two to three pages a day. He says, I'm willing and I'm committed and I'm this and I'm that. Just get me set up. He's retired. He's 87. He doesn't work. He's not working. So he has a whole day. Imagine you have the whole day. The whole day. I'm doing it. So he just tells his grandkids, set me up with kavrutas and things like that that I can finish it. There's no problem. He just finished the siyum one week ago. 
and he made a siyum in Edison, New Jersey, and he got up and he spoke to the crowd saying that he finished the shas in the three years that he had, no working, retired, but he did it. And the, my question to you is, what, how did he do it? His grandkids were telling him, Grandpa, you're nuts, you can't do it, it takes this, it takes that, and he's like, no, I'm doing it in three years. I want to know the mindset of this old man. I want to know, what is the mindset? And there's two things you have to know. I'm going to tell you the first and the second. The first thing you have to know is that why out of all the names that Hashem can name us, what's our name? What's a human being's name? What is it? What is it? What's everybody's name? Adam. Adam. Why is that the name? Why is that the name, Adam? He could have named us anything in the world. By the way, every name has its source within. Has a source within. So the question is, what is what is the source of Adam? What is the essence of Adam? And really, you know what it is? It comes from a lashon of what? Adama. What, what does Adama mean? Anybody know what Adama means? The ground. We we're created what from the ground, correct? We're created from the we're created from Adama, yes or no? We created Adama. Hashem blew us in the neshama, everything like that. But we're created from Adama, and it's from the ground. Question is why are we created from Adama from the ground, and why are we named Adam? That's a question. The answer to this is very simple. What's the only thing, the only essence in the world that has multifunctionality, dual access? For example, a dog is a dog. He's not a creator and he's not an inventor. A donkey is a donkey. What do we put on a donkey? What do we do? You, you see, we just we just put him a, a million things on him and he carries it. What do we do with a camel? We make him travel in the desert. You know, what do we do? With, every animal has its function. Every animal has its function. A bee makes honey. But that's it it makes. It doesn't make anything else besides honey. Right? Correct? Yes or no? From a cow, you have some meat and you have milk. Yeah? From this... But Adam comes from the Shon of Adamah. You know why? Because what comes from the ground? You know what comes from the ground? You can bring out tomatoes, cucumbers from the ground. You can bring a watermelon and you can bring a peach and you can bring a coconut. It depends what you plant in the ground. Whatever you plant in the ground, you can grow. It can grow what that is. You know what's going on over here? So Adam, the reason why we're called Adam, we're called Adama, because a person, he has to know his potential, what he can be. He has, he has to believe in himself that he can, he could be a creator. He could be an inventor. He could be the most, uh, uh, fascinating, he could create the most fascinating things that nobody else could do in, in life. So therefore, Hashem said, I'm gonna create from Adam. And I'm gonna call you from Adama. I'm gonna call you Adam because you're from Adama. And with that, you know, where you come from, that you can be an inventor. You could do things that nobody else in the world can do. You got it? But what? You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you can do it. You have to believe in yourself that, yeah, I can do it. Why can't I do it? I can do it. Why can't I do it? Now, I want to tell you something. A lot of times a person doesn't believe in himself because they don't know their worth. There was, let me tell you a, a fairy tale. Can I tell you a fairy tale? There was a guy. He was a mountain chiseler. You know what a mountain chiseler is? He chisels mountains. He takes a chiseler, he chisels mountains. And listen to himself, this is what I'm going to do my whole life. I'm going to just chisel some mountains. Like, what the heck? This is my life? You know? Uh, what is this? I don't get it. What is this? 
What is this? So he says, I wish it could be some, something more powerful. And all of a sudden, the next day, a king came by with all chariots and this. So, what is that? He says, that's the king. He said, well, look how powerful he is. He says, I wish I could be a king. And the next day, he had a dream. Please, name me a king. He wakes up. He becomes a king. Ah, he's a wow, powerful guy. Look at me, I'm sick, I'm powerful. One day, he's sitting now. The king gets to go on a vacation, right? He goes on a crazy vacation, and all of a sudden he's sitting out, and the sun is beaming on him. He says, oh, I'm so hot. I'm sitting on the beach, and I'm so hot. I'm sweating. I thought I was powerful. He says, sir, you're not more powerful than the sun. He says, what do you mean? The sun is up there, and you know how much power the sun has? Yeah, it's going to make you sweat. He's like, oh, I wish I was a sun. The next day he wakes up, and he sees that he's a sun. Ah, now he becomes a sun, and he's like, ah, look at me, I'm so powerful, I'm shining all around. Look at me, I can make somebody sweat. Oh, my eyes running. You, you mess around. Boom, he makes him sweat. He puts it high heat. Ah, he's like, wow, this is great. All of a sudden, in the middle of everything, in the middle of the whole thing, the middle of everything, what happens? There's a cloud that comes in front of the sun. And now the sun is like, wait, how come I'm not? How come I'm not? Uh, how come I'm not penetrating? He said, no. They, 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 tell, they tell the sun, no, the, the cloud, the cloud's stopping it. So the cloud is more powerful. The cloud is very powerful. Look, it can stop the sun. Look, a big, big, fat cloud is in front of the sun. It can't. It's cloudy day. Boom, there's no sun. It's like, oh, I wish it was a cloud. He goes, he has a dream. Please, please, let me be a cloud. The next day, he wakes up, and he becomes a cloud. Now he's a cloud, and he's going like that. Wow, floating in the air. Look how awesome that is. Look how great that is. Look how this. Look how that. And then he says, what's going on over here? What's going on over here? He sees as he's, as he's going... There's uh, there's something blowing him. So what is this? He said, "This is wind." Says the wind, it can blow you away. So oh, I wish I was wind. His dream, I was wind. Now nah, he's winding, winding, winding. He gets to a very, very big, 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 huge, the biggest mountain. And now the wind is trying to go. Shh. He can't go. The wind is going to go. Shh. Can't go. We gotta go. What's going on? The wind stops me. What's going on? I thought it was very powerful. It says, you know, you're not powerful than the, than the mountain. The mountain is uh, very high. You can't go past the mountain. So I wish I was a mountain. All of a sudden, it becomes a mountain. And as he's a mountain, he hears a guy chiseling on the mountain. What's going on? I feel like I'm getting weakened. He says, yeah, the mountain chiseler can knock down a mountain little by little. He says, what do you mean? That's what I was. He goes, I wish I was a man chiseler. He goes back to what he was. Because a person has to know the power that you have within you. The power that's within you is so powerful that if you believe in yourself, you can accomplish things that nobody else in the world can accomplish. But the problem is a lot of people, they don't believe in themselves. Sometimes you have a person that, I know a fellow, I'm sorry to say, but I know a fellow, I say, get married. Get married a little. Yeah. He tells me no. I was like, why? He says, nobody's going to take me for marriage. I said, why not? Have confidence in yourself. No, nobody's going to take me. I said, what? I said, 
you have this, you have that, you have all the good qualities. Believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you'll see automatically those character traits will come out and then you can accomplish it. You heard the first thing? That's very important, believing in yourself. That's, that is automatic that every single person has to have. He has to believe in himself that he can do it. If he can't, he's not going to do it. You know, people that say he wants to be a doctor. He wants to be a doctor. If he can't believe that he can be a doctor, I'm giving an example, he won't be. He's very hard. No, but I'm going to go to medical school for 12 years, residency, four years. Ah, not going to happen. Why? Because believing in himself, he doesn't. Now let me ask you something. You ever see Shofar? Shofar, if you spell it, how do you spell it? Shin, Vav, Pei, Resh. I want you to spell Shofar like Shin. How do you spell Shin? Shin, Yud, Nun, Shin. Good. Follow along with this, very important. What's after, what's after the Shin? What do you have for Shofar? What's the next one? Vav. How do you spell Vav? Vav. You can spell Vav all that way. Or Vav. Aleph Vav. Good? Good. Now, what's after the Vav? What do you have? Pei is, you can, you can spell it, Pei Aleph. Pei Aleph. Pei. Pei Aleph. And what's the last one? Resh. Resh. How do you spell Resh? Resh Yud Shin. Now, I want you to only look at the middle letters. Take out the whole Shofad word and... Put it on the side. Just focus on the way, I mean, meaning like Shin, the Yud and the Nun. The Vav, the Aleph and the Vav. Like the Pei, just the the, 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 the Aleph. Resh, just the Yud and the Shin. If you go scramble those letters, it'll read, you know what it'll read? En Yeush. You know what it means, En Yeush? Never give up. En Yeush. The Shafat is telling you, never give up. Never give up on your dream. If this is what you want, it'll happen. Never give up. Any oosh. No matter where a person is in his life, there's never ever giving up hope. We don't believe in it. We don't believe in giving up hope. A lot of times a person will be, oh, what should I do, Rabbi? The, the guy, he, they're saying, the doctor is saying a month to live. The guy is saying two months to live. Never give up. Never ever give up. There's a guy that lived on that lives on East End. M and N, okay? His name is Yossi. I forgot his last name, but his name is Yossi. I want to come and speak about his story. His story was, the doctors told him in Corona, three weeks he has to live. The doctors told him, call your family, call whoever you want, because this is it. Three weeks to live. And they gave him three weeks to live. I saw this guy. He's perfectly healthy now. And he tells me that I wake up every single morning and I just thank Hashem. Wow, 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 wow. So what happened? He said, I never gave up. I never gave up. You're never allowed to give up. Even if there's a sword, a sharp sword on your neck, you're going to slice and dice. Never give up hope. You know why? Because there's always hope in life. And you have to live with that. You have to live with that. Because sometimes a person is like, I give up hope. I can't do it. I can't make it happen. And guess what? Because you don't, you gave up, that's when, that's when you become a loser. When do you become a loser? When you give up. There's never any ush. But the problem is, you know what people give up? Because they don't, they don't believe that it takes. They don't believe that they have what it takes. They don't believe that they can make it. They don't believe what, what they're made out of. So when you know you're made out of Adama, Adam, where, where you could plant anything within you and you could grow it, do you realize that? When you know that, then it gives you the confidence. You know what? I can do it. 
So the first thing I'm saying is what? Is believing in yourself. That you can do it. But I have news for you. There's one more ingredient that you need. One more ingredient in accomplishing anything that you want. You ready? I'm going to tell you that. One word. But before I tell you that, you look, I'm going to tell you. You ever hear of a guy, Tesla? How did he make all these things? How did he make all these things? Hey, think about it. How did he, how did he make all these things? He made this, he made that. You ever hear of Edison? What, what did Edison create? Light bulb. Light bulb, electricity. That means many years ago, there was no lights. There was no lights. Imagine, many years ago, before this guy Edison came along, there was no lights ever. That means early in the morning, when the sun came out, that's when you go to work. When the sun came down, that's when you go home. That's it. There's no going home and seeing things. and yet, No. Once the light goes out, that's it, finished. Use a candle if you want. You're lucky, not lucky, da, da, da. That's it. So you know how many times Edison took to make the light bulb? Anybody know? Anybody know? How, how, many, how many times did Edison try to make the light bulb? 100,000. 200,000. 200,000. 200,000. 18. <laughs> Half a million. <laughs> One billion. Who knows? I'm one of the best <laughs> Should I tell you? It took him 1,000 tries. I have a question for you. Imagine you, have, imagine you, yourself, you're trying to do something. You fail once, you fail twice, you fail three times, you fail four times, you fail five times. Would you go after... The, 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 would you go? Would you continue? Would you continue? Yes or no? No. Yes or no? You wouldn't, right? But what... He wanted it so bad. He wanted it so bad. That's what he wanted. It's his son. He wanted to make the light bulb. I don't care. I'm going to make the light bulb. I don't care what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this light bulb. And he didn't stop. Until what? Until he actually made the light bulb. Why? Because he wanted it so much. Yeah. Because the Ratzon was there. The Ratzon, when the Ratzon is there, when the will is there, when you really want it so much, you'll be able to accomplish it. Think about it. If you look at any any person in life, this guy Lincoln, Lincoln, you know, freed the slaves, is that? If you read up his history, if you read up his history, the guy failed in everything. He was a failure in everything. Go look, what's his history? He was a zero. And then he became a double zero. And then a triple zero, and he was even less than a zero. And yet he became the president of the USA. How? He said, I want it so bad. I don't care. I want it so bad. I don't care. And he went and he accomplished it. Why? Because that's on. Now, what's our that's on? What's our that's on? Our will is one one thing. What is it? Who knows? Who knows? What's our will? Nobody knows what's our will? Our will is one thing. And when you want Hashem so badly in your life, and you're ready to do everything possible in your capacity to get Him in your life, you'll do things that are beyond your capabilities to do. Yes. I had a friend. He told me, he ended up marrying this certain girl. And he says, I said, what happened? He said, the girl did not want me. This girl that I married did not want me. So what'd you do? He says, I did everything possible to marry this girl. So what'd you do? He said, it was beyond me, it was beyond my means, 
but I made it happen. I did this and I did that. He said, says, why? Because I wanted this girl to marry so much. He did everything beyond his capabilities. Because when you want something, you go beyond your limits. And yet, all of a sudden you see, wow, I didn't know that I can do it. And you actually go and do it. You hear what's going on over here? That's very important because our will is one will. Our will is only one thing. What is our only one will? Our one will is what? Our will is to serve you, Hashem. And that's it. That's our only will. You know, if you look, what's one of the things, if it's our will, what do you have, what's one of the things? One of the things is what? In the Torah, if you look, it says, In every holiday, it says, Bring in Allah. Bring in Allah. Bring in Allah. There's only one holiday, it says, Do it in Allah. What holiday is that? The holiday of what? Of Rosh Hashanah. Do an Allah. What do you mean, do an Allah? What am I, am I doing in Allah? What does that mean? I'm doing an Allah? It says, no, this is a sacrifice. You could bring a sacrifice. But Rosh Hashanah, come time, Rosh Hashanah, you have to be your own sacrifice. You have to seek that, Kadosh Baruch what can I sacrifice in my life that I don't want in my life, that I want to give to you, Hashem, that I don't want it anymore, anymore in my life. That's it, I don't want this thing in my life. Everybody has something that they have to work on. You know, it says, Sumerav Asetov. Take away the bed. Think about the thing that I don't want. And one of the ways is taking out the bed is one thing. Sumerav Asetov. If you keep on doing good, automatically the bed will automatically eradicate from your life. That's what it is. You do good, do good, do good, do good, do good, do good. Automatically the bed will eradicate. No more bed, 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 no more bed. But one thing you have to understand. They have to understand this item. That this is a time where you have to contemplate and look back and see what you have to get rid of, what you have to sacrifice. There was a lady, and she had a dream that an old man was coming to her in the dream. And every time the old man came to the dream, she says, you have to do this. He says, I don't know, what does what he want from me? He wants me to be ut. An old man is coming to me, wants to be ut. Like, it didn't make sense. What is this? Finally, one day, after this many dreams, she was, she was going crazy. She's like, what is this? She went, to a friend and she sees a picture and she sees the picture and she sees a book. Right right near the book there's a picture of this old man. So that's the old man that I that I see every time in my dream. My goodness. What happened? They look into things and they find that she's the great great granddaughter of this old man the great-great-granddaughter of this old man. And he made a movement many years ago to beat Sni'ut. Many years ago to beat Sni'ut. She said, okay, beautiful. Sni'ut, amazing. But she wasn't acting to par. She wasn't acting in the most Sni'ut. So she said, whoa, my great-great-grandfather is coming to me to Zashem, I'll do it. So what motivated her to do it? She was at somebody's house, and her friend told her that her that her her, her, her son was sick. She says, "You know what, Hashem? I'll sacrifice." She went into her her closet, and she took all the tzniut clothing. She says, "This is my sacrifice. I'm throwing it out, and like this should be the sacrifice that she should have a her, she, her son should have her fashlema. Her son had her fashlema." You know what's going on? There's a very famous story with Revinson Kenievsky. You know Rukhan Kenievsky? His wife. 
his wife said to a group of seminary girls, they weren't so sti'ut. She said, I want you to go back to your, do- to your dorms and throw out one dress or one item that's not sni'ut. So what is a true story documented. They went home and one of the girls said, okay, I'm starting. This is not sni'ut. I'm not wearing this no more. She threw it. Another girl said, ah, I'm not throwing it. And they had a whole pile. So what are we doing in this pile? This is crazy. All not sni'ut, we had a whole pile. She said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a bonfire. They did a bonfire. And each girl, of the item that wasn't sealed, they threw it inside the fire. And they said, you know, amazing. That moment, look at this. It was in a mall in Israel. By the way, this is a story that they found out which there was a mall in Israel that there was somebody in the mall that parked his car detonating a bomb that will blow up who knows how much of this and how many people will die? And they, the, the IDF caught them before they detonated any bomb. They caught them. They, Baruch Hashem, everybody was safe. They arrested the terrorists. No bomb. They looked. The exact time when these guys got caught and they got arrested, it was the same exact time where these ladies started the bonfire of this sacrifice. Same exact time. Same exact time. So what's the, what's the point we're trying to get? There's one thing in our lives everybody has that might be not doing the best, they might not do this, that, that. This is a time to contemplate and say, this, I'm sacrificing for you, Hashem. This, I don't want in my life anymore. Whether it be, Hashem, Halal Shabbat a little bit, or whether it be uh, doing something, uh, yeah, whatever, something that's not, not kosher, or, or, or eating non-kosher, or something on those matters. Say, this, this, I'm sacrificing for you, Hashem. When you do that, you're chucking that away, automatically, forget about it. Your whole gzardin, your whole, your whole, your whole decree of what's going to happen in the next year will be annihilated. How? Because you became you became a whole sacrifice. You sacrificed something for Borei Olam. Said, Whoa! This is a different person now. That's not the same exact person. But take one eye. It's like, don't. You have to constantly own. You have to think, this I don't want. This I don't want in my life. And when you do that, you become a different person. But how do you do that? By knowing two things. One, believe that you can do it. Believe that you can do it. You know, besides being Adam Adama, know where you came from. You know, it says, You came from Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Yosef. Look about Yosef. What, what, every time we read about Yosef, wow, the story of Yosef is one of the greatest stories in the, in, in, in the Chumash. What is the story? The story is he overcame temptation. He overcame one of the greatest things, overcame temptation. It says, you know what's behind the story's depth a little bit more? That means my genealogy, I come, right, we all come from Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Yosef, right? We, come, we have that genealogy a little bit that what? That we can overpower our temptation. We can, we can overcome that, that whatever it may be. And now you're walking in and you're saying, well, this is what I'm doing. I'm taking this out. Oh, I'm taking this out. Oh, I'm taking that out. There's two things. Believing in yourself and wanting it. What are you wanting? You're wanting Hashem more in your life. Because that's all we want in life. If we don't have anything else in life, and that's really the main lesson of the whole Shofar. What's the lesson of the Shofar? You know, people say, 
one of the things, we're not allowed to pray for anything on Rosh Hashanah. So, some say yeah, some say no. So he says, well, why can't I pray for something on Rosh Hashanah? One of the holiest days of the year is I can't pray for something that I want. He says, why not? He says, because they're very simple. When you realize and you have contemplation that Hashem is in charge of everything and I have no other power but Him, He's the only powerful, He knows what's going to be, He's going to give you, of course, ask, but you know He's the King, He's in charge of everything. You know, there was one time, uh, the Baal Shem Tov student, he went, he was blowing the Shofar and he asked, tell me the Kavanot. Baal Shem Tov gave him all the Kavanot, what the, what the thing about, this Kavanot, that Kavanot, that Kavanot, I give him all the Kavanot. So came the Shofar and he's taking out his list. He's looking in his pocket, can't find it. Looking in his pocket, can't find it. He was like, this is what's going to be? Oh my goodness, what's going what to happen? What's going to be? I, I can't. I don't know what to do. All of a sudden, they're like, blow already, blow the Shofar already. He says, but blow it, the whole, the whole place is waiting for you. He blew it. And he felt so bad, he didn't have the right covenant that Baal Shem Tov had. The next day, he saw the Baal Shem Tov after holidays. He says, Rebbe, I feel bad. I didn't have the covenant. So Why? I lost all the Kavanot. I felt like, so what would you feel? He said, I had no power. I felt like I had no power. I blew Shofar, I felt like I had no power. He says, that's the best Kavanot you can have. He says, why? He says, because you don't have any power. What do you mean? He says, Hashem has all the power. When you know that, that's the Kavanah, where Hashem has all the power. And I think Hashem is the king, and Hashem is everything. So when you have that all in mind, you'll see HaKadosh Baruch automatically. He knows that you know that, and He'll give you all the blessings in the world because he knows what's good for you. He knows what's best for you. But you're my king, you're my father, you're my king, you're my father. So what do we have to do? Let's go back. Two things. Make that sacrifice. Something, something small that you want to sacrifice. Something I don't want this in my life. Sacrifice that small little thing. Whatever it is, even a little big thing. Sacrifice. Put in the sacrifice. Like that you'll change the whole decree. And ha, I can't do it, Rabbi. You can do it. You have to believe in yourself and you have to want it. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.